Wohl sounds gun. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! Stinking Paws podcast with Scott William with Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Let's hope that this one is going to be a little bit more enjoyable than the last episode where we reviewed. I still want to say, don't stop on my mum's shoe. Don't worry, he won't get far on foot. Don't worry. What's eating Gilbert Grape? What's eating Gilbert Grape? Whatever you want to call it. Yep. it just don't stop, I have pasta in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm naming the film I'm making. I'm not making a film, but I'm going to now. Excellent. Spaghetti Western? No, I'm going to really change it up. No one's can guess what it's about. <laughs> Paul, stop clapping your leg. Wasn't that funny? Your dad jokes. <laughs> Haven't you got a joke for Scott? Or can you not remember it? I can't remember it. No, me okay, neither. There was fine. a joke said the other day that yep. Paul really done his like, oh, <laughs> sort of laugh or, and I was like, you're going to tell Scott and you, and he's like, <laughs> normally, te- normally text him to me. <laughs> it was a proper dad joke. I was like, oh, used to. Straight away, I was like, you can tell Scott. Yeah, that's fine. If you remember it, mate, you just let me know. I will do. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a slight change in routine since the last episode. We're deciding that movie roulette is going to be done at the beginning of the show. Yep. yep. Okay, so it's obviously going to be mine. Same to you, Scott. Let me spin that wheel. Sixty-four. Pulls H. <laughs> <laughs> and waistline. In sentences. Um, Meters. <laughs> a movie starring Holly Hunter. Oh, okay. Fargo. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. What, yeah. what women want? What, what men want? What women want? That's Mel Gibson. Yeah. Is she that? That's Helen. She was in the piano. Oh, um, I'm thinking of Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt, yeah. Holly Hunter, Helen Hunt. Don't Holly Hunt was in the piano, the H- Incredibles. HHs. <laughs> okay, Holly Hunter, yeah. Oh, some good films there. Second spin. Two, four, one. I need to pick a best picture winner from the Oscars in the 2000s. Ooh, Didn't we have that? We did. Um, because that was Room. No, that was in the it? 2010s. That's the 2010s. So 2000s. the 2000s. Okay. Right. Okay. So the 2000s. Is that the winners or just nominees? How did I word it? Academy winner? Best picture winner. Yeah. 
so it's only narrowed down to nine movies pretty much isn't it or ten movies so. Yeah, massive. 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 Yeah, yeah, Kevin Spacey's like um, Dustin Hoffman's assistant. Um, I think it was like done the year after seven. He was like oh, really? his next film. Wasn't it? Okay, my third spin. Two nine eight. The John Grisham movie. Oh, loads to choose from. Oh, I do like Is there any that aren't courtroom dramas? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I do like a drama. <laughs> really the firm, the client, the chamber, <laughs> the gingerbread man. He likes the, the pelican brief. He likes the the. The the's, yeah. Okay, so Holly the Hunter. Holly Hunter, John Grisham. Christmas with the cranks. And <laughs> best picture winner from the 2000s. Okay. So have I got till the end of the episode? We decided to to pick which one of the categories. Yeah. Okay. Tonight's movie is Signs from two thousand and two. Before we go into the review, general thoughts on Mel Gibson, guys. I love Mel Gibson. (laughs) I think he got too much shit. He got shit. (laughs) Why? I'm going to give me a second. Give me a second. I'm about to jump up on my high horse for this. (laughs) He got shit. What for being drunk? For saying some shit about, what, was it Jews or some shit? Or I think it? he was. It was anti-Semitic, wasn't it? He know. was being anti-Semitic. Now, I'm a Tottenham fan, right? And I hate that sort of shit because, you know, I'm part Jewish. I'm by choice. But, fuck's sake, he didn't actually do much. He'd done everything that they wanted him to do to be Braveheart. He was an alcoholic, <laughs> discrim- discriminatory, which exactly like most fucking original Scottish back then, because now they're lovely people, by the way. <laughs> They're beautiful people, Squish. But I don't think Mel Gibson's done fucking wrong. He's made some amazing fucking films and acted in amazing yeah. films. Yes. I, I can't, even some of the shit ones, like, um, what is is it What Women Want, where he does the yoga and that and he can think what women yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even that, as corny as it was, yeah. was still funny, tongue because, in cheek. Because any bloke wanted you, that what, ability. Yeah. You would go and do a yoga <laughs> class and go, what are they all thinking? <laughs> I, I, I think he got so much shit, but he done the right thing, though. He, he Instead of going... I'm going to just dispute it. I'm going to say, no, I mean, he just went, oh, I think we fucking like, I was going to still carry on. And then he come out with films that he directed that were superb. And people have kind of, every day when people go, oh yeah, he, he was anti-Semitic. You're like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. That's like, are you going to hold it over someone's head? Ricky Gervais has said some offensive stuff to people that find it offensive. You don't turn around I, and go. I don't pay a lot of attention to that side of people. I mean, I look at the movie side of things. Yeah. You're not um, their friend, so why does it matter what they say no, personally? Exactly. Um, we were talking off air just briefly about Kevin Spacey. Yeah. And, and your comment was, "Oh, it's all right to watch his movies now because he's been cleared," sort of thing. But yeah. did it did it did it affect you? Did you actually physically stop watching Kevin Spacey movies while all that controversy was going? When when it comes to anything like that, mm. sorry, I just put my hand in my mouth. Um, when it comes to things like that, like I, only the other day, music, right? I grew up a skater, listened to Lost Profits. Yeah. Their lead singer is now in prison yeah. for doing disgusting things to a baby. 
Mm. Is it okay that I still like their songs from when I was younger? Mm. Well, let's ask Paul, who's the biggest Gary Glitter fan in the room. <laughs> and Gary Glitter impersonator. He is, yeah. <laughs> Goes by the name Gary Shitter. How's that trip to Vietnam, Paul? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find it was Cambodia. What was it? <laughs> he went everywhere. <laughs> Paul knows. Paul knows. But Mel Gibson, in, in general, fucking great actor, fucking great director. I think we agree. Oh, I think so. A lot I, of people I, don't like him, though. I, and I don't get it. People turn around and say something like, like when you go, he's made great films. Oh, I didn't like this. It's not aimed at you. Yeah. That's it. And again, it goes back to when people turn and go, oh, I think he's shit. Why? I, I don't know. Um, Passion of the Christ or Apocalypto because they're mm. very long certain films with different dialects that I didn't like it because of such and such. You know, it weren't aimed at you. Yeah. If you didn't like it, it doesn't make him yeah. shit. Say, I didn't like Apocalypto. It doesn't mean I don't like him. No, it just means oh, you yeah. have no taste. <laughs> <laughs> it intrigues me that you like Apocalypto and Passion of the Christ. If that was any other person, you'd say it was pretentious. What, who made it? Yeah, if, if that was any other director who made Apocalypto or Passion of the Christ, you would have said both those movies were pretentious. See, I watched both of that knowing as Mel Gibson made them. Mm. See, it's weird, isn't it? Because they're very arty movies, very art house yeah. movies. One's like in Aramaic, the other one in some... You know, and I think I was Mayan and you think you know to, to you Lynn, we've had this conversation yeah. about pretentious directors and movie makers normally our, our first thought would be oh, what a load of old yeah. pretentious twaddle you know I think because depending on the topic as well I think with this because if, if if I'd never seen any of them before like Passion of the Cross and that I, I randomly saw that. I can't remember where I was when I saw it. I think it was at a friend's house. Mm. And it came on. I was like, what the fuck? And I watched it halfway through. It was a bit where the... Um, the scourging. The, yeah, the yeah. cat and nine tails. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, and now I, I despise religion. I was baptised as a Catholic, but I fucking hate religion. But that still happened to people. Yes. So I kind of got sucked into this, fuck, that actually was a way of life. Mm. I didn't care for the religious part of those. I thought, Wow. With Apocalyptico, I still remember I was actually sitting at Dan Hill's old flat yeah. with his flatmate Paul Flood. Mm. We were sitting there drinking and that, and I was like, but I still remember the first time I ate fucking some spicy old chicken. But I was watching this film and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I started reading it and we'd come out about two in the morning. I was like, shit. And everyone was going to sleep. So I was like, oh, I need to go. Yeah. And I thought, I need to watch this film. So I've now <laughs> got into it because I have no issue with, right, because a lot of times it is films that you have to read. Sometimes can be the pretentious ones. Mm. But with this, I just thought, I, I love what was going on cinematically that I then thought, what? Yeah. And I think there is some films that I can watch, like um, Akira Kurosawa, where mm. I don't want to sit and read it because it felt too artsy-fartsy for me. <laughs> but if there was more action going on in the scenes that I can go, I don't care. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. there's an actor now, um, I can't remember who he's from, but do you know The Raid? Yes. That martial artist. Well, that film is superbly made. Mm. I don't care what anyone's saying. Yeah. yeah. And it's very, I don't, very visual movie. Yeah, yeah. and that's the thing. Yeah. And if you have a film that's like that... That's Korean, wasn't it? Um, I, now he's one of the smaller countries around, like, Vietnamese, one of them, sort of... That's Paul Sarton. Sorry, we just moved <laughs> close to the motorway. He's not Korean. He was, he was a Welsh director <laughs> he was, anyway, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, Welsh director, yeah. but um, I went to watch it the other day mm. on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, it was, was, it, a du- was it a dubbed one. version? Oh, no. <laughs> I started watching it and I was like, yes. And I was like, what the fuck is he saying? 
saying? Yeah. That's like he's moving his mouth and it's like an old Bruce Lee film. Jamie at work lent me the Blu-ray of that mm. and I watched it with the subtitles yeah. and, I, and, and then I noticed there was a dubbed version on yeah. it so I thought, oh, I'll give it a go. Flicked on it about two minutes in. I'll go back to the subtitles. Yeah, so <laughs> you and, and that's the thing with any film like that, including um, Apocalypto or Passion of Christ, if you turn around and say something, oh, you can watch this with English. And if you're yeah. ignorant enough, you will. I mean, I try to watch any film, and I'm like, no, you just lose yeah. all authenticity of a film. I hate it when lip syncs out on a film yeah. or a TV show. Yeah. It really bugs me. Let alone when they go, yes, we should climb out the window. <laughs> yeah. You're like, did you say that? And uh, I mean, yeah, going back to, I'm straight off topic, but I, I, I suppose, yeah, someone could say they're quite potential because one's a religious film, one's a historically. Like an historical well, film based a, on something. A, yeah, it's a topic that you don't normally get. Which other one did he direct? Braveheart. Yeah. And, and did he do the man without a face as well? And um, the one that you fucking love with Andrew Garfield in it. Um, Hacksaw, Hacksaw, Hacksaw Ridge. That's it. I knew there was one I, I really loved. The man without a face as well. Didn't I, I know he's done. Oh. And that's the thing. I think. Let's get a list of movies up because for, for Paul and my generation, we can go right back to Mad Max anyway, can't we? And it was so did I. Yeah, I know, but my mum loved Mel Gibson at the time of release. You know, I had to buy her a poster <laughs> for a birthday. But there was a time, wasn't there, when it was like the lethal weapons and stuff like that. He was yeah number one actor in Hollywood right. for a very so, brief period. So know? we got Hacksaw Ridge, Apocalypto, Passion of Christ, Braveheart, Man Without a Face. That's the direction. Yeah. Yep. Okay. But then, as an actor, oh my god, you, know, you go through some of this. Wasn't it? Tim, I think, was the first movie, oh. and then you know you get Ransom, uh, Gallipoli, you know Ransom, Ron Howard movies. Yeah, you? Forever Young. There was that was yes, yeah. the one where he's comes in forward in time. The yeah, 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 yeah. Right, so what? He's got a great CV. Even the it? small bit that he plays in Daddy's Home Two, where he plays uh, Mark. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, what's the fucking Marky Mark? Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg's dad in that. He just fits it so well. <laughs> Everything I've seen. Payback, him. Ransom. Payback's great. Machete yeah. Kills, he was in that. Oh, dear. We saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Lethal Weapons. We Were Soldiers. Great film. I'm sure, didn't he have some role in that, like directing and producing? Well, I thought he directed, but he didn't. Paul, Paul, so. Chicken Run. He was the he main was, character, was, was. <laughs> Why don't people like Mel Gibson when you look at some of these? I think people are just holding against him a because fucking stupid comment. Yeah. Which is bullshit, because I can guarantee I could find something on their favourite actor that is wrong. Mm. Other than Keanu Reeves, because he's never done anything wrong in his life. But every <laughs> single person... God bless him, I'll kill him. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you pick an actor, they've done something fucking stupid. They're humans. Oh, sorry, I just found one I've never heard of, but yeah. they've got a brilliant title. Cool. Get the Gringo. <laughs> Get the green yeah, yeah. Because that, <laughs> that was round about the time, didn't he do the gopher as well? Was it the gopher? Or the beaver? The beaver. beaver I've just seen, yeah. <laughs> There's that new one with Sean Black Penn, the Professor Maverick. and the Madman. Oh, did, did you see Maverick? Garner. Yes. I love that film. James Garner, yeah. Professor and the Madman came out last year. All right. Great okay. film. Absolutely fantastic film. And there's the new one, Dragged Across, Con Dragged Across Concrete. Okay. Done by the same guy that did Brawl in Cell Block 10 or whatever it was. And. Bone Tomahawk, same director. Good movie. So, I think you get shit for a fucking stupid comment. You're holding something against I mean, him. Any, years any ago. actor who has like a 30 year career Plus, yeah. is going to do some shit films. Yep. 
Because basically they're just paying their mortgages. Yeah. Um, but his ex-wife and his nineteen thousand kids. Yeah. In this case, isn't it? yeah. But the amount of great films he's been in. I mean, you can't even if you hated him as an actor. A lot of the films he's been in have enough supporting casts where you'd say it's a good movie. I don't like him, but it's a good movie. Yeah. Do you know what? I, which I, I still find crazy because I don't get offended by much, but no matter what I do, if I was to go on holiday right now with any motherfucker and stand up on a diver board, first thing I'd say would be like, you want to jump? Let's jump. <laughs> Just like he does in Lethal Weapon. As a yeah. kid, we used to do a jumping off a garage, me and my best friend Mark when we were kids. We'd hold arms and go, you want to jump? Let's jump. It's, who gives a fuck if he said something wrong? I think we need to do Lethal Weapon for Christmas. It's a Christmas movie, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, because it literally starts with Jingle Bell, yeah. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell. It all takes place over two yeah. days. Over yeah. When what's her name kills herself? Is it? It's the yeah, the classic. Yeah. No, not, no, she's um, in two. She's when the one jumps off the balcony and kills herself. Yes, that's right. Yeah. She's the, in with the South Africans. Yes, she'd been. That's a really bad accident. Yes. Accident. Accident. <laughs> Sorry, it's all about your birth. <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. Pete digging at Mel Gibson. We, we love him that's all that matters it's our podcast we yeah. love him so are you ready to talk about Mr Gibson in Signs yeah let's play the trailer 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 Geometric shapes the size of a football field. What kind of machine can bend a stock of corn over without breaking it? Can't be by hand, it's too perfect. So the aliens can't read our minds? Oh. Some animals around the county have been acting funny. Some of them violent. It's almost like they act when they smell a predator around. Ahmad, Nairobi, Bangalore, and Jerusalem. Same shows on every station. Every station? It is the 18th reported crop site in that country in the last 72 hours. I'm a little scared. All this stuff on TV. Joe Gills was in here talking about the end of the world. They're staying in the shadows. It's called program to make sure things are all clear. Clear for what? For the rest of them. There's a monster outside my room. Can I have a glass of water? Ground forces are being assembled. It's happening. Don't be afraid. It's like War of the Worlds. Believe it's going to pass. Don't be afraid. They're in the house. Science, released on the 13th of September 2002 in the UK. 
suddenly developed a lisp in the middle of that sentence. <laughs> and Paul has got bright red. Yeah. Directed by... Now, this was the bit I normally have trouble with, is the name Venn Knight. Shyamalan. Thank you. Starring Mel Gibson, Joachim Phoenix... Is it Rory it's Culkin? Joaquin yeah, Phoenix. Rory Culkin. Yeah, it's, it's Joaquin. Joaquin. It's yeah. Leaf Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, what's his original name? Is Leaf. Yeah. Um, Leaf <laughs> Synopsis: Everything that farmer Graham Hess, Mel Gibson, assumed about the world is changed when he discovers a message, an intricate pattern of circles and lines carved, carved, carved into his crops. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We've missed this. I've had two points. It's not even seven o'clock. I know, it's it's a lot of alliteration. We're a lot older than we was two months ago, Cole. Grow up. (laughs) Yeah, a lot has happened. As he investigates the unfolding mystery, what he finds will forever alter the lives of his brother, Joaquin Phoenix, and children, Rory Culkin, Abigail Breslin. A unique story that explores the mysterious real-life phenomena of crop signs and the effects that they have on one man and his family. Well said. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> what made you pick this film, Scott? It's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Who? And MSG, whatever his name is. Oh, uh, MNS. MNS. MSG? Monosodium Clothemate. movie. He's not got a great CV, as he in terms of number of movies. No. A dozen, possibly, not even that. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, not even that. So my choices would have been Six Sense, Glass. I think um, he's another um, mm-hmm. filmmaker that tried very hard to get the success that Six Sense made. I think because he hit the winning formula yep. with the twisty ending. Yep. Tried to wrestle. It's, it's what I said to Paul. It's like he tries to every time. It's like I need to get the audience to go, oh, yes. But he has the opposite. Like the church because. <laughs> That's the opposite effect, because every time you go into one of his movies, it's like, you expect it. where's the twist? Yeah, you where's start looking around, yeah. you forget the film, you yeah. go, what's the it's him, it's yeah. him who's done yeah. it. He, he's he's made 16 movies, he's directed 13 of them. Okay, give us the list, let's, let's have right, a little so look at what you Praying saying. With Anger, which okay. I've never no. heard of, no. Wide Awake, mm-hmm. She's All That. <laughs> Brilliant! Yeah, teen, a teen comedy. No, he didn't direct it, he wrote it. Ah, right. Um, Sixth Sense. Sense. Stuart Little, he right. wrote, mm-hmm. Unbreakable, yep. Signs, The Village, yeah. Lady in the Water. The Village was Joaquin Phoenix as well, wasn't it? I think it was. It was um, um, Howard, wasn't it? What's the face? Back Dallas Bryce Howard. Yeah. Adrian um, Brody. The Happening. Which was supposed to be really, really, I would totally avoid it. It's supposed to be so bad. The Last Airbender. Oh. That film done quite well, but I just didn't like it when I saw that. Devil, he was a oh, producer that was, of. That was the one of the six people stuck in the lift. Okay. It's wrong on many. He really sold that there. It was a producer. Yeah, the, no, listen, one of them is, is the devil, but we don't know what one. Hmm. After Earth. Oh, dear. Is that, so, what, the Will Smith one? And yeah. Was it Will Smith and Jaden Smith? Yeah. That film was so that bad. was terrible. Um, the, the Visit. Who? That was okay. Come out a couple of years ago, horror film. Yeah. yeah, split and glass. Okay, so the hit rate for M Night for about twenty percent, thirty percent. So I probably picked one of the better ones. You, you, oh, you definitely yeah. picked one of the better ones. Definitely picked one of the better ones. Stuart Little. 
I fucking hated that film. <laughs> Devin used to watch it when we was kids. I was like, oh, stop that shit. He's done some TV as well. Yeah. Entourage, he was an actor in. Yeah, that would well, count. That'd be a first. Wayward Pines, he was director and producer. I started watching that. I think and first episode. coming up is something called Servant, which he's directed and okay. produced. Okay. Mm. Do we like this movie? Do you know, I, I watched it. I think me and Liam the same. We both saw it once where it first came out. Yeah. And second watch, Liam. Uh, I, I, do you know what? I couldn't fucking tell you. I, I, I think I'll say second. second it might, watch. It might, it oh, might okay. be. So you've only it might be more. I, I don't know. It might be my third, but I would say second. Yeah, not I, one I that you've gone back to. No, I've probably no. seen this about six or seven times. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I loved it. I um, when I first saw it, I watched it just as a Mel Gibson film. Hmm. Watching it again, I obviously sixteen years older. Yeah. I saw the religious connotations in it, mm-hmm. um, and I, I very much think this was made for an American audience back then. Not a worldwide audience. It's not um, a blockbuster type movie. Major stars. Oh, it made shitloads at the box office. I mean, it cost seventy-two million dollars, and it made four hundred and eight million. Because yeah. it isn't really appealing to the religious audience. It's all about how. God you know, you down, isn't it? Really, I, I actually had a look today because um, I watched it this morning, and I'd look online like, "Is Signs a religious film or an alien film?" Mm. And it came up this um, fucking religious website mm. um, uh, talking about it, and like they said, then it's they felt slightly let down because it wasn't a religious film. Like they said, this is a Christian forum, so it isn't a religious film. It's just a re of like uh, re. Reaffirmation. Reaffirmation. Re- reaffirmation, is that the yeah. right word? Yeah. I was going to say that. I was like, does that sound drunk or not? <laughs> a reaffirmation of his like, trust and loving God. Yeah. Um, I I didn't dislike the film. And I genuinely liked how each of the four main actors, at the policewoman, she was a dick. I, she, we could have lived yeah. with her. She didn't need to be. Yeah. But the, four, the kids... Was superb. The little right. girl actor. The little girl, brilliant. Who I, I only I didn't realise that it was yeah. her, but she was in a film with Ryan Reynolds years ago as well, um, which is rom com, but I still loved it. Um, but Joaquin Phoenix and Mel Gibson, I thought that was brilliant in it because they and I think it's one of them sort of things where how do you like if someone to say oh, I I don't like their acting, how the fuck do you act if aliens came to Earth? Yeah. <laughs> how do you say to someone act like this? You're like. Yeah, yeah, and I think they've done it. But there is certain parts of it you really appreciate because it didn't go to town on special effects. It was the suspense that it hung mm. on most of the time. Yeah, the fact of they didn't know for a long time that there was something out there. Yep. Yeah. And when it was finally sort of confirmed, it's like, what the fuck do we do? This is what I liked. If it was any other science fiction movie. We'd be looking at this at a global perspective, mm, like yeah. Independence Day yeah. or something like that, how it's affecting countries, communities, whatever. This is all from the confines of a farm, yeah. pretty yeah. much. And it's like, well, we're only getting to know as they get to know on the news. Yeah. So it'd be like, you know, how would the average family yeah. react? And that's what I liked about it. It's not like, all this shit is going on around the world, all these mm. lights, you know, above certain major cities. Yeah, because for a long time... Um, Mel Gibson's character was saying no TV, no radio, because yeah. he was trying to 
keep away from the hysteria that was going on. And then when they see it's happening in Bangalore and and India, you're like, hang on, yeah, no more. We don't want to see this because like, hang on, this means it's becoming real for everyone and we don't want to. And you can see that sort of, anybody growing up, I don't care what anyone says. If if you've ever lost a family when you was a kid, you have that whole, why has God done this? That, because everyone's kind of fucking told something about God. But you do, you have that, oh, why, fucking hell, God, you've taken it. So you see this as, he was a, a reverend, a father, whatever, and his wife dies, which, mm. as, as, as rightfully so, and has happened in so much in the religious communities that when someone you love dearly dies, you do start going, what the fuck is God even, is he even fucking real? You've taken away someone I love yeah. for no reason. And you see that, and, and it is a true point because I, I hate religion, but I love the fact that they went, they didn't just turn around and go, oh no, he's still stuck with God. It's him going, no, I'm not praying anymore. Yeah. I'm not a father anymore. God took away, like, he, he destroyed what I love. Yes. It's almost like I've devoted my life to preaching your word and then you go and yeah, kill my wife. shit on me. Yeah. And, and, I, and I liked that with this. It was, I, I was kind of looking at it because I wasn't a fan of it when I first saw the film. Um, really? And I think yeah. because I genuinely thought, oh, here we go. I'm not sure I'm trying to do another fucking... Sixth Sense, he's going to try and catch us with something. And he didn't, because it was quite obvious. There was like... I I, I just... I I can't say I hated the film. I wouldn't say I'd probably sit there and go, oh, science is on, I want to watch it. But I I, I can't fault... If you were on an airplane and that that was the in-flight movie... I wouldn't have a problem watching it. I don't mind watching it, but it's not... As you say, it's not one I'd go looking through the collection. Oh, yeah. I'm going to. I'm not going to buy it on Blu-ray, but if it was on TV, I'd probably watch it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So second time watch for you, Paul. Yeah. In sort of sixteen years, you watched it when it first came out. Yeah, so it yeah. Like a big difference. So obviously, you're more aware of End Night's work. You're more familiar with the, you know the newer movies that he's done. So going back to one that was sixteen years old. Has it improved? Is it, was it how you remembered? Was it? I say, I because it was such a big gap between seeing it, yeah. I remembered the premise of the movie, but didn't remember a lot yeah. about it. Um, didn't know that uh, it had these religious connotations. I, I couldn't remember that yeah, at all. I don't think that's really pushed to the forefront of it. I don't See, no, I, I... But then Liam made a very good point mm. when we were speaking about it earlier, mm. is that signs... Is it the signs on the cornfields that they're relating to or the signs from God Mm -hmm. as to reaffirming his faith? It's both. Yeah. From what Emma Shabana said, it is about the signs of his faith in humanity and God. And I think Emma Shabana might be a, I don't know, he's probably religious. I don't want to decide which one he is because I could be wrong. But I I I mean, I didn't because obviously I hadn't, I watched this today. Um, this morning um, and Paul had said before about the religious connotation stuff so I was like okay I didn't see I was kind of holding out like to go aha fuck you religion because um, I love to have a dig at it but uh, I didn't get that I didn't get as much because as I say with how it, how it plays out and how it goes on he, he sits there he's got his son in his arms who was superb 
um, Rory Culkin genuinely played that role oh, so fucking well yeah. in every aspect. Being upset, saying his dad's full of bullshit, to getting upset. He was superb in that role. And when he does get whatever the alien does to him, I say poison, and he starts saying to God, don't do this again, don't do this again. And then he survives. I'm like, well, that's... He'd went outside, he injected him with like an adrenaline thing to try and help his son. Yeah. And he's saying his lungs were closed. And like, me and Paul were talking about this. Like, I was like, science done that. Science done it. His lungs were closed because he was having asthma problems. Yeah. He then got an adrenaline thing which flushes blood through to try and get the adrenaline going. Your lungs start filling up and you catch it. You're like, science did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your little fake friend with the beard like mine didn't. Yeah. And I'm like, so for me, I'm like, if someone is trying, if M. Night Shyamalan is saying, this is his reaff- um fucking say that word for me. <laughs> Reaffirmation. <laughs> it sounds like it shouldn't be a word. <laughs> it sounds like I'm drunk and shouldn't say it. Reaffirmation. It's re-believing. Yeah, that's not even a word, is it? His re-belief. He's re-believing. But they're saying that and I'm like, I don't see it. Because he just said, don't do this again. If you're mm. pissed off, do you know when you're young going out and you're, I don't know, girlfriend split up with you or you've just like, you're trying to go, oh, fuck you, God, you've fucking done it again. You fuck. You're just moaning at something that's yeah, not yeah. there. Yeah. And then if it works out, it's because you've done it. Yeah. Something's happened that you've done. And I don't see it as, oh, he just refound his faith in God. Mm. I see it as he's saying, don't do it again to me. Yeah. And that his son's come back and maybe he's gone, oh, as a person of Christ, yes, I've now ripped. But to me watching, I'm like, you're fucking lucky science made that adrenaline, didn't you? Yeah. Right. I think it boils down to two particular speeches in the movie. The first one from Mel Gibson. Some people are probably thinking this is the end of the world. That's true. Do you think it could be? Yes. How can you say that? That wasn't the answer you wanted. Couldn't you pretend to be like you used to be? some comfort people break down into two groups when they experience something lucky group number one sees it as more than luck more than coincidence they see it as a sign evidence that there is someone up there watching out for them group number two Sees it as just pure luck. A happy turn of chance. I'm sure the people in group number two are looking at those 14 lights in a very suspicious way. For them, this situation is a 50-50. Could be bad. Could be good. But deep down, they feel that whatever happens, they're on their own. And that fills them with fear. Yeah, there are those people. But there's a whole lot of people in the group number one. And they see those 14 lights. They're looking at a miracle. And deep down, they feel that whatever's going to happen, there'll be someone there to help them. And that fills them with hope. See, what you have to ask yourself is what kind of person are you? Are you the kind that sees signs, sees miracles? 
Or do you believe that people just get lucky? Or look at the question this way. Is it possible that there are no coincidences? Yeah, because he bases that off, which he then reaffirms, which now I've realised works out, because when I said that, is at the end, when he says to Meryl, when he says to him, swing away, and how he says, that was the last thing his wife said, tell Meryl to swing away. Because when the brain is dying, it has flashbacks of good moments and it swing away. And that you're like, oh, that was a sign that he's just remembered because when he does that really bad camera angle, where it's on his face, he's like, yeah. Mm. And he pans around the room in that dramatic <laughs> front on camera. He yeah. sees the baseball bat. Is it a coincidence the Louis, that the which happens to be a Louisville bat. slugger, by the way? Yeah. Bat. And he's like, Meryl, swing away. And it's like, you remembered something that your wife said. Mm. Now, if I show you any person I've ever met, but he only told that story. Literally the day before, though, do you remember? Yeah. Because yeah. he was telling to me what her last words were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's still fresh in his mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if I play you right now a yeah. song from 1987, yeah. you would go, oh, fucking hell, I remember. Do you know what? I, and you could turn around and in a second, without ever thinking about it, you could turn around and go, yeah, I was wearing yeah, this I, aftershave. I that, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I remember, because it brings that back. Yeah. So if someone says to you, spring away, that's not, I, I don't know. I, mm. I, I, for me, I, I was only having a conversation the other day about religion and stuff. Uh, that's it's not some divine intervention that's made you say, swing away. You remembered your wife had said it. Yeah. And that was the, I still remember what my nan said to me. My nan has never been religious throughout my life. I still remember what, exactly what she said to me 10, 20 minutes before she died. Mm. None of it was religious. None of it would change my life. And I still remember it. It's not because God said it, it's because somebody that meant the most to me yeah. said it. If you found, as a, if Mel Gibson's character, what was his name? Something? Hess, was it? Hess, Gra- yes, yeah, yeah, Hess. Graham. Graham. Yes, Graham, wasn't he? Very plain. Graham. I'd say Graham. If, if Graham, Graham. 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 Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a frog. If Hess had found, if, if he found a random stranger on the street that was like, oh, stab him, he'd be like, Fuck off. You're not going to come to an alien point and go, this man on the street said to me, stab him. Meryl, stab him. <laughs> if you break it down that, you're like... I know him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you were totally going, yeah, actually, a good point. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah. What you just said, literally just a couple of seconds ago, boils down to the second of the speeches, which is why Meryl believes in God. Mm. I was at this party once. I'm on the couch with random again. She's just sitting there, looking beautiful, staring at me. I go to lean in and kiss her. And I realize I have go in my mouth. So I turn, take out the gum, stuff in a paper cup next to the sofa, and turn around. Randa McKinney throws up all over herself. I knew the second it happened. It was a miracle. I could have been kissing her when she threw up. That would have scarred me for life. I may never have recovered. (laughs) I'm a miracle man. Those lights are miracles.
faith and belief are two different things. If you have faith in something and you live your life by it and you are happy, well fucking done. If you have a belief in this God that tells you everything that, you know, that this same God that nailed his own son to a cross um, kills children of cancer. Yeah, let you him know, die that at the fucking, age of yeah. or If you believe in that part of it, you're a fucking idiot. But if you be, if your faith in something, like I like people that have faith in politicians, they're idiots as well. If they have faith, <laughs> fair, fair play to them. If you have faith in Tottenham Hotspur, if you have faith in whatever, that's different. Yeah. But the, the whole, yeah, God, no, he fucking didn't. You just, you just remembered some words and was like, that come back to me at this moment because this is what we need. If there's some, if someone busts in here now and wanted to beat the shit out of us, we're not going to turn around and go, hang on a second. I have <laughs> God said there's some nuts in that red block. <laughs> they wouldn't. We've all got glasses. We'd be like, smash. It's nothing to do with God. It's just your survival instincts kick in. And as a an animal that we are, you would. Your survival is like, someone told me to swing away. You, the words start coming to your head. If someone, when you was a kid, if your dad ever said to you, just fucking punch him. If you're a bully, punch him. Mm-hmm. That comes into your head right now. Someone, you're like, fuck, punch him. And it comes back because someone said that. It's not It's not a divine intervention. And that's what annoys me with anything like this. Is, which is crazy because I love Passion of the Christ. Mm-hmm. Again, not because of the religious connotation, purely because that used to happen. But yeah, God uh, bullshitted the God part. It was just a good film. And I, 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 I like how it was acted. And I like how... There was also comedic parts from both. Oh God, the, the Mel Gibson. Yeah. yeah, when yeah. he walks in, with Keith Phoenix is still sitting there yeah. with his tinfoil hat on. He's like looking up at him. He's like, "Everyone's." Yeah. You're like that. There's so many. I think when the police officers asking them for description of the person, yeah. Mel Gibson sat back down. He's like, "So, so far I've got it was dark." And he's like, "Yeah, it was dark." Mm. And my keeper's like, "He was tall." Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I've got he's yeah. tall or short. He's like. So it was a midget or a giant? It definitely wasn't a midget. <laughs> Do you see, that whole sort of comedic part and the family relationship reminds me of sort of early Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. Mm, like yeah. an E.T. Like an E.T. Yeah, yeah. or, you know, that yeah. family dynamic. Yeah. Um, because it's all in that one location. Yeah. And that's the bit I liked. And I think this is probably M. Night at his peak. I don't think he's got any better than no. Are you going to disagree? I don't no, think? I I liked that era. I liked Unbreakable, yeah. which wasn't too far away from. He was an early two yeah. thousands, like yeah. a late nineties, early two thousand yeah. film guy, and after that, nothing. this I think was possibly the the pinnacle of, of you know what we've seen. I so think it was far. better on a second watch. Yeah, for I, me, I think I, because visually, <coughs> take for example the, the you know the the cornfields themselves, you know, yeah. that was deliberately chosen because normally like the. Um, Crop circles in wheat fields, aren't they? Yes, yeah. And he said, I want it to be something a bit more concrete, a bit more visual. Yeah. So he said, Fuck it, let's do it in the cornfield. Big, solid stalks that are yeah. going to look yeah. like. How high do they grow? Exactly. You've got to 10 feet tall. And, and visually, this film, even there's quite that famous shot where the four of them are watching the TV and it's done from the TV's point of view and they're just. Yeah. It's a great little framing shot. And I love that because you've got the kids yeah. are talking because they know everything Mr. and both the adults are sitting with yeah. their hands on the knees going, hands on the knees. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck yeah. are we hearing? the little boy has read it all in his book that he's, he's got, got from the books. He's got it down pat and it's like, needs to borrow the videotape. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so was it like, swimsuit no, models model. or whatever, wasn't it? Not my ballet recitals. Yeah. Meryl's swimsuit. And it's like, Dad, it's like, find another tape. Yeah, it's just don't argue about this, isn't it? Just get another tape, basically. And I, I can't. I say for me, I, 
other than the whole this is what chose it, I, I, I can't see... I mean, I, I question the why would water hurt an alien sort of thing. That's just strange. Um, also, the the fact that they it came on the news after when when they finished fighting them, it's like oh they're all going sort yeah. of thing. No sort of explanation as to how they'd yeah. beaten them off. Or I think whatever. the difficult thing for me, like personally watching it with the only team, is I'd only just watched the other day Bob Lazar. Mm. And I've only just listened to Bob Lazar's podcast about like S4 and Area 51. It's like, okay. And I see these aliens and I'm like, why does everyone keep doing the same fucking thing for these aliens and how they look and how they would act? I'm like, they're an advanced civilization. If they got here, I'm like, and obviously I'm looking at this film, keep thinking it's modern. Yeah. But yeah, it's what, 2003, is it? Two. 2002. But then 2002. So I'm how, like, how okay. advanced is an alien race that is frightened of water? Yeah, that comes to a planet that is three quarters water. That's the big yeah, yeah, and that's what I find again. That's one thing I looked at. I was like, mm. so it's afraid of water, yet he knew it was coming to a planet filled with water. Yeah. Mm. I'm like, bullshit. That's that's the big sticking point for me. But yeah, because it was like literally the glass fell, and again, the part of that right when water all of a sudden hits its shoulder and it's like starts melting, he's like, oh, the camera pans to the door because he left all these glasses of water everywhere, as if. As if a sign, but 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 God fucking told her to leave these waters. It's contaminated. Yeah, yeah. but exactly. She just thought every bit of water. So again, if God was real, why would he have made this daughter feel so messed up that every bit of water she ever touched had dust in it, had bacteria in it, had all this, so she couldn't touch it? God was real. We wouldn't have made the aliens to go to the planet in the first place. No, God, uh, God only made Earth. Paul. Oh, right. There's no. nothing outside of it. Right. That was their okay. own. That was their own gods playing marbles. <laughs> Isn't that Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? And Men in Black. Oh, yeah. Men in Black, Black one Black, when Black, it comes yeah. out and there's aliens playing marbles. No, Hitchhiker's marbles. Guide was mice, wasn't yeah. it? They built the planet. But that's the thing. That's I love stuff like that. <laughs> it is. And I was actually talking about it the other week at work. Of like, I was showing pictures of the cosmos and the universe like, and how much is out there. And just from that alone, I'm like, this is photographic proof like proof like Paul's taking a photo from here of the moon up so close you can see the craters that's something not on earth yeah yeah people believe something they never fucking seen <laughs> is real and on speaking on the Bob Lazar and the alien things which would coincide this film because the aliens is people turn around and go oh, I don't believe it it's bullshit but yet they're fine to think a plane disappears, Malaysian Airways plane, disappears from Earth. Completely fucking goes. Yeah, they found wreckage of that though, haven't they? No, they didn't. Not the Malaysian one. Have they not? No. Oh, and there's and things like, like and oh, even, where's it gone? And even Bermuda Triangle and all that. Yeah. I remember that. That was massive in the 70s, wasn't it? The Bermuda <laughs> yeah. Triangle. That was massive. But everyone turns oh. and goes, not <laughs> about the song. Or... Yeah, very much like, yeah. Yeah, fuck it, yeah. <laughs> The Muda Triangle. No, that, that, you know, that doesn't happen anymore. What happened to that? Did that just suddenly disappear, the Muda Triangle? Well, it's because the science behind it, because where that is, mm. the, the Earth core also gives off a lot of hydrogen in that. So if there was ever a plane going over and it was a lot of storm, yeah. the lightning and the hydrogen could blow up something that's there. Which, so you'd, yeah, I, I actually <laughs> looked this up on Wednesday, um, purely because I was interested. I always thought that's where Atlantis was and all that. You know, there was all these theories, wasn't there? First thing we don't. It's just, I just find it crazy that people see a picture and go, "Yeah, that's fake." You're like, you see the moon and the sun in the sky, right? God made them. Fuck off! Like, why? How? What? Just explain that bullshit. Yeah. 
we live in an age where science can prove and from the big bang theory can prove that everything every planet we live on we see with however big a telescope was a part of that big yeah. bang and ricky gervais says it best right he was on a talk show he said erase every bit of religion every fucking the Quran." Uh, no, it's a magazine. Quran, um, the Bible. Erase them all. Get rid of every single thing, right? In a thousand years, no one will know, nor will they care. Erase every science book. No one will know, will they care? But the same tests will end up coming back with the same facts. Yeah. Yeah. That just alone is sense. And you're like, God doesn't... T-. Again, I don't, want to dis- I don't want someone to go, oh, you're fucking... If you believe in whatever and you're happy with it and it helps you in life, fine. But if you're piss poor you're struggling to survive and you're struggling to pay bills and you're saying God's got you, you need to start looking at fucking life because God ain't got us and we're all living in houses. We've all got jobs. We all, we're doing a podcast. We're drinking drink that we've paid for. It's like, God didn't do this. We worked our fucking asses off to get what we're doing. and, And this has come from someone that was raised as a Catholic going to a Christian schools and learning religion. Mm. It's not like I grew up fucking just hating because I don't know. I was force-fed fucking Jesus' balls. I used to go to Methodist Sunday school. You look like you did. That's probably why you're like where you are now. <laughs> did you, you know, know the methods? Did you know? M. Night Shalaman acts in the movie. Shalaman! Shalaman! I've been avoiding Salamander. Saying, I've been avoiding saying. Is he the lizard? If you cut off his arms, does it grow back? It's, it's yes. almost like he's a magician. Yeah. Shalamar. <laughs> M. Night. M. Night. Shalamar! And he's gone. Where is he? We don't know. That was well played, Paul. I like that. <laughs> Shazam's cousin. Yes, Shazam Shalaman. <laughs> but M. Night Shyamalan played... Ray Reddy. Ray Reddy, yeah. He never told Mel Gibson... You know the part in the car where they're talking? Where it yeah, comes over to the car where he's, he's, he's going to run away, isn't he? Because he's got one trapped in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, he never told Mel Gibson who was playing the part of Ray Reddy until the camera started rolling. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So yeah. he goes down to the van. Mel Gibson was well aware of the dialogue that was going to be said. Yeah. He didn't know what actor was playing it. Ah. And he sits in the car and it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and he just said he just he just kept that. I don't know for what reason, what, what would he achieve by doing it? But Maybe a, a, a more genuine reaction. Yeah, because I say, if you don't know and you turn around, if you, someone yeah, said... look at the puzzle on Mel Gibson's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the yes. car, he's like, oh, Imagine if someone yeah, said to you, Scott, yeah. like, who's a big lover of films, um, right, we're going to be in this film. So Lon- a London yeah. film, a London film, so you can say Drury as much as you like, yeah. and you can say Shalaman because you can't speak properly. <laughs> but go up to this car, you walk there, and you're like, there's Quinn Tarantino in the car, what the fuck? And you've got to look shocked, and you're like, oh my God, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. Exactly. You'll meet, because if someone said, yeah, by the way, Quinn Tarantino's going to be like, well, I need to prep for this, I don't want to fuck yeah. it up. Yeah. But the moment you're like, you have to be shocked, you're like, this is the guy that's paying us to do this. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I do. I, I can't fault the film. I can't. It's a beautiful looking film. It's well it's made. Mm. I mean, yes, they've got the stereotypical alien look, but it was 2002. CGI was not 
But as I said earlier, it wasn't on so much what they looked like. It was the suspense and the the uncertainty of where they were in the house, what they were there for. We said just a minute ago, very Spielberg with regard to the family. Also, have you seen the birds? Yes. Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. it's a similar sort because it's the isolate. We don't see how it's affecting the rest of the world. Or mm. what's the zombie film? The first one, Night of the Living Dead. Yep. All it's takes right. place in the house where they're trapped. Yep. You don't know what's going on around the world until the end, do you, where the army mm. are brought in and stuff like that? Which is something George o. Romero always said is that. He regretted doing that bit, didn't he? Well, no, he, he said because a lot of his films, like Day After Dinner, yeah. he focused purely on the groups because yeah. he said, he's like, if zombies come and attack you, you don't give a shit what's happening to everyone else in the world. Survive, so right? why would you make a film going, oh, everyone's scared? When yeah. you go, we're fucking scared. We, exactly. You do it from your point of view. And that's, and what, that's I like. what I like about it. I think that's why it works. You know, you don't see the aliens because they haven't seen the aliens. No, and like you get like the glimpse, like the the leg when he runs into the cornfield and then yeah. the fingers under the door where he yeah, chops the fingers off and I stuff. I love that. And, and it is. Like, and and I, I was saying to Paul that you, they don't know that Again, which would also be a difficult thing is if you are of the mind that we're the only beings ever to exist and anything, mm. yeah, you're going to be like, what the fuck is this? Oh, they're going to come, they're coming to kill us. Yeah. What if they wasn't? Yeah. And as I said, so what if that gas that he puts in the sun is poison? Or what if it's to take asthma away from his son? Yeah. And they've panicked and they've gone, oh, quick, it's poison. You're like, what if they're actually here to cure human race from yeah, they've got the cure for illnesses or whatever, yeah. and they stop yeah. us from dying and he's yeah. held his son in his arms who was already out of breath yeah. and he's gone and that gas has gone in and it's like, that's it. He's now, yeah. he's, he can live forever. Mm. And it's that sort of thing. And I suppose, and that's what I like is that, uh, I'd say if I was going to fault things, mm-hmm. I think if I was going to make an alien film, I would be reading like Area 51 stuff mm-hmm. and how aliens are gradually from what they've, from what Area Fifty One people have said, <laughs> is that they're really short. Yeah. Whereas this, they're like eight foot, yeah, be or Who whatever. Knows? Who knows? But I'd probably look at that sort of thing. But yeah, again, it's that's just being. If I have to pick on something, other than that, it would be that. Yeah. I'll tell you what I liked. I mean, there's that that famous scene is it in Mexico, isn't it, at the kids' party? Oh yeah, with they go and. Yeah. It's like Bigfoot. It was like the Bigfoot movie, exactly. That like exact that. stance. And, and looking back now, you think. Oh, that looks a bit shit. Or you know, it's, yeah. it's, but back then, you think about it, we didn't have camera phones. No, no, exactly. So, so it would only have happened at a kids' park with someone with a VCR camera, sort of yeah. thing, like a Sony camera or whatever. So, I think we take that for granted now. You look at any film from early two thousands, which isn't actually that long ago, yeah, and you go, well, ah, come on, that looks a bit shit. You're like, yeah. Yeah. we didn't have iPhones that yeah. we could go film it and yep. make him have a baby face. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be like that. It's an alien. <laughs> Boom! It's a baby alien now. <laughs> I put it on TikTok. Look at the shit. Female alien. Yeah. <laughs> but even then, watching that, you know, sixteen years down the line, that particular scene, whether it was that that, that sting of music, you know, that bang, you know, when it actually appeared, you still like, whoa, because like yeah. Phoenix jumps, doesn't he? Physically, he's like, which oh. is a very famous scene. If you type in on Twitter on the gifs of shocked, you get that. <laughs> that oh, gif. The bit of- <laughs> I've used it so many times, endlessly, and completely forget. Which is why I always remember signs. Yeah, because it's that scene, and I always forget that I've actually seen the film before. Mm. It won't till I watch it again today. I was like, oh, that's why I always use that gift <laughs> because it is just that shock bit, and it he over he overacts that. There's an alien. Oh, See the bit. <laughs> the hands over the mouth. What are you, what are you can say so. <laughs> the bit that made me jump most was right early on when the, the dog field. barked. 
Oh. Oh yeah, because you don't see the dog in shot, do you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, boom! <laughs> fucking hell! I was upset that the fucking alien put a fucking fork in the dog's throat. Mm. Well, it wasn't the alien. Fucking alien prick. It was the boy. Yeah. But he said it fell on me. No, no. The boy done it because it was attacking, attacking the dog. Because yeah. he says it fell on me. His words were it. Fell yeah, on me. but no, he was protecting the daughter. Yeah. The, Let's mark it. How many out of ten? Leo. Paul can go first. Oh, I, went, can go I first. went first last time. That's good. We're not twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I go first? You go first. Go nine. Oh, really? Nine. I love the film. Okay. I love wow. the film. I've, as I say, I've seen yeah. it six or seven times. I had it on VHS. And I bought it on DVD, I put it on Blu-ray Can now. Can you just explain to um, the young people what VHS is? During the war. During the war. <laughs> what does VHS stand for? Um, yes, Video Home System, yep. I believe. Yes. So many people don't know that. Like, I know, you try to think for a very <laughs> second. It's a <laughs> virgin whore service. Chat my whore without a W. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy to give it a nine. Really, I, I, it's one of, it's not one of my favourite, favourite movies, but one that I can watch pretty much any time. That's that's why I picked it. That's mm. why I chose it. I would have to go a seven. See, that's good for you. Yeah, I, I it's definitely one I'd watch if it came on telly. Mm -hmm. I probably would leave it quite a few years before I purposely watched it again. Okay, but that that, that gap in, in watching it this time. Yeah, it, yeah, it was, it was like it was, watching it fresh. It like was, yeah. I, I it. there's very little I remembered, cool. like story wise, out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say seven. Seven? Yeah. As like I say, as Paul pointed out, it was on the plane when I'm going on a date. I will watch it. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't put, again, I, that's it. Uh, it's not the film I'm going to go out and buy on Blu ray, but if it's on TV, I'll watch it. If it was on, it's not on fucking Netflix or Amazon Prime, you know what I mean? Is it not? Uh, no, on neither. Um, but I, I can't, I didn't hate the film. And the fact that it sparked the conversation of, like, the dislike of religion, but that again, if a film can do that, it's obviously a good film, yeah. And as I say, I think it's at the peak of his career. Of M. Night, he's, for, he's fortunate <laughs> that the Salamander done that film <laughs> not that long after, like within 10 years of Sixth Sense, because he still had within 10 years, he yeah, was yeah. still <laughs> living off that hype that he can make yeah, a film that yeah. would help his career. Not obviously, I mean, he can live off six I hope he finds his form back because... I don't think he will. Well, yeah, he's, he's he, still quite young, isn't he? He's not an old guy. No. And as I say, the, the one you mentioned... He's probably had his body parts cut off, so he's grown, isn't he? <laughs> Salamander <laughs> do that. <laughs> the, the visit wasn't too bad. You know, the one that came out last year, the year before, so... Um, it's same age as me. Yeah. He looks a lot younger. He does. That's what money gets you. <laughs> <laughs> Manoj... Neliatu Shyamalan. Mm. Shyamalan. Shalamanda. Are you moaning at me? Okay. I'm, I'm saying this in the voice of Sean Connery. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No wonder you invite M. Night Shyamalan. Let's take a break. We'll be back okay. after this. He's from Mash Puducherry, India. Puducherry. <laughs> Puducherry. <laughs> 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 Fuck, you know what? Change everything about that. Puducherry. Now, preview time.
When it comes to entertainment, you can't beat a good film. So let's take a look at what's coming your way. Next time, the Wheel of Fortune has determined that we are doing a Jessica Tandy movie. What could we have done? What what could we have chosen? Whose was whose was this, by the this way? This is yours. No. It was yours. Paul. It was yours. Oh. We're going on to the next one. All oh, right. I actually thought the same thing. I thought you were going to go on to what no, you've done. Yeah. We're about to do I, that. I, I Just so. listen to what I thought the same was like, Holly Hunter not standing. <laughs> I thought you got confused with Keep Tandy. Keep up with me. So next time, our next episode is a Jessica Tandy movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought the same thing as Paul. I just didn't. I, I picked up quickly and just went along with it. Sorry. Paul. What did you choose for your Jessica Tandy movie? <laughs> <laughs> I laugh more because of him laughing. No, oh, he's crying. Once he starts rubbing his it makes me laugh more. Well, so, is, oh, come on, Dad. We're only halfway through episode oh. two of our three episodes. Tomorrow. All we need now is a... I only asked him about Jessica Tandy. I honestly wasn't listening. <laughs> Thinking he's going on. Because he said Wheel of Fortune. I yeah. thought that's not right. It's the roulette. We change it, you know, how do we adapt? <laughs> the good oh. thing is Scott can make it up as he goes on because he's fucking bored. <laughs> yeah. So we just have to try and catch in and go, uh, yeah. On, <laughs> Who could we have had? What other films could we have had? Um, well, she's been in loads. <laughs> right, we could have had Driving Miss Daisy, Cocoon. You were quite tempted by Batteries Not Included, if I remember yeah, rightly, which is film. probably the worst one out of the lot. Mm. But we went with Cocoon's a good film, The World According to God, in which she appears for a grand total of about thirty seconds. Yeah, maybe a minute, maybe. which I didn't even realise was her. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So that is our next movie. Next time for me. What were my three choices? It's Holly Hunter. Uh, John Grisham. John Grisham, best picture winners from the 2000s. 2000s yeah. I'm going to go with the Holly Hunter movie. Ooh, good choice. We'll leave it at that. Listeners, what would you go for? Yeah, yeah. I genuinely think they should. Sorry, I genuinely mm. think they should. If people have been listening to this long enough, mm. that have heard Scott... Paul and myself. What would I choose? Or what do you think we would choose? As opposed to what you choose, what do you think we would choose if you listened to like long enough and just thought, aha, what do you think? I reckon people could get, if, if they've listened yeah. enough, I reckon they could guess based on how we speak yeah. and how we are of what films we'll go for. Yeah, I think they'll guess this one. Email thestinkingpaws at gmail.com. We very rarely mention the email now. No, yeah. yeah. Let's see if we can generate a bit of that. Interest. If we don't, just proves no fuckers listening. Don't it? <laughs> <laughs> Get an email from me and Paul. Yeah. I Liam. think you might go for this. Yeah, Liam, Paul. See you next time. See you later. Bonjour. Au revoir. The management of this theater suggests that for the greater entertainment of your friends who have not yet seen the picture, you will not divulge to anyone the secret of the ending. Two cats on a fence. You dudes get lost now, you hear? Good night, ladies. Good night, sir. When you feel down, try positive thinking. Oh.
that's what I told the man said Don't wear a frown, try positive thinking Laugh at your troubles instead You've got to look on the bright side On hope so much depends With your confidence sinking Positive thinking helps you on the way, my friend When things look black, try Positive thinking, treat every season as spring. No glancing back, try. Positive thinking, trust what tomorrow may bring. This crazy world that we live in will keep on spinning round. But with good, strong, positive thinking, we'll get together and life won't let us down. Oh, shut up. We enjoy it.